next stop, the Super Bowl. Hell yeah, you know we on. We built to do this all night long. Who that? Who that say they gon' beat them Saints? They a lie. They can try, but in the don't we know they ain't. Let's go. We on the road. The next stop, the Super Bowl. Who that? And welcome back to the Canary Chronicles podcast. I'm Russ, as always. Brendan Ertle, for the first time in one month, for the first time since October 31st, for the first time in almost 30 days, the Saints have won a football game. The Saints beat the New York Jets 30-9. They improved the record to 6-7, and seven, and they are now 11th place in the NFC. Uh, playoff dream still alive after this win, but man, it's been a while. It's been a minute. But with the circumstances in this season, I'm just happy to find a way to win a game at this point. There's been some pretty low points in Saints history. Uh, This definitely isn't one of them. But in the past decade, it's definitely up there. The the Saints had those three straight years when we went 7-9. I I think they'd be lucky to to get 7-8 wins. Uh, They still have the Bucks, all the divisional opponents, the Dolphins. And this one wasn't too pretty. But... Like everyone will tell you, they got it done. They scored 30 points. Uh, this is a Jets team. We, we, we knew coming in, if we didn't win this game, we were in really, really big trouble. The Saints, these past five, six weeks, they've been bad. But the Jets are at a, just a whole different level of bad. And it doesn't make any sense to me. They have a good coach. They have a solid rookie quarterback. Uh, they have a solid defense. But they're just awful. Even though the Jets had their their struggles offensively and defensively, trying to stop the run, trying to do anything on offense, I thought the Saints defense was phenomenal. Uh, Yet another game, another week, where the Saints defense pretty much won them this game. Uh, This is a championship-level defense, week in and week out. And if this offense was just half as good, just like it was in week one, two, three, four, just the first few weeks, this is a playoff team and with a... A solid quarterback and solid receiving core. This is a Super Bowl team. Now they're not at that point right now because the offense is struggling so bad and injuries have just killed us. But that defense was phenomenal. Yes, it was against Zach Wilson and the Jets, but they've done it every single week. I mean, they're making the Jets look even worse than they even could have possibly been. Uh, Zach Wilson was 42. He threw 42 passes, only completed 19 of them. Uh, had 202, 202 yards passing, most of which came at the end of the game, garbage time drive, which the Saints stopped them at the one, of course, just sums up the Jets' season and pretty much sums up the Saints' defense, uh, just doing enough every single game. But the Saints' offense, I'll talk about Taysom Hill real quick. He's getting lots of hate. I'm seeing way too much hate for Taysom Hill. Oh, he's not a quarterback. He's a running back. Uh, Taysom Hill sucks. Da, 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 da. Just relax. Relax. Taysom Hill is being put in a situation where he's not very comfortable in. I mean, it's clear. He has a mount finger, which means he can't grip the football. Uh, he's he's a running back, essentially. And he's just an all-around football player. He's not a quarterback. And we that's been stated, and we figured that out. He is a dual-threat kind of guy that can play 10 to 15 snaps a game at quarterback if you need him to. He can throw a pass or two. But he's not a pocket passer. He's not going to throw... 30 passes for you and throw for 300 yards and two touchdowns. That's just not his game. 
But today he was very good. I mean, on the ground, very good. Uh, Rushing-wise, 11 carries, 73 yards, and two touchdowns. That's going to get it done for you. Uh, And if this offense wants to function at all, he needs to continue doing that. Alvin Karana's first game back was quoted to have a pitch count. He went on to tie his career high in touches in a game. Uh, He had 27 carries, 120 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Tony Jones Jr. also had six carries for 10 yards, uh, no touchdowns. But if if you didn't see the game plan, you weren't watching the game. The game plan was to run the football and force-feed Alvin Kamara the ball. And that's what they did. The Saints' leading wide receiver today was Nick Vanette. Three receptions, 44 yards. Nick Vanette, a tight end who is mostly a blocking tight end. Uh, Callaway had two, two receptions for 34 yards. Trey Quinn Smith, three receptions for 33 yards. And Kamara, four receptions for 25 yards. What stands out there? Any other year, we'd see Michael Thomas at the top. Ten receptions, 100 yards, a touchdown. That's just taken away. And all of a sudden, there's just there's no volume of receptions on this offense. No one can get open. No one can catch the football once they're once they are open, and there's just no real threat to this offense. But if they can continue to run the football, I mean they can find a way to win a few more of these games. Just offensively, it, the first half was really really rough. It looked like for a few series there that this might not go the Saints' way. But after the Saints started putting a couple points on the board, it was okay. If you don't turn the ball over, you'll win this game. And that's exactly what Taysom Hill did. He almost turned it over one time. Just the ball popped out of his hands. That's, that's the mouth finger for you. But this is Taysom Hill's first career start with the Saints at quarterback uh, that he didn't log a turnover. So great stuff there for Taysom. Going forwards, he needs to continue to do that. If he continues to do what he did in this game, uh, 15 for 21 yards, 175, that's enough. And they might not win every game doing that, but that's the situation that he put him in. And we're not going to expect more from Taysom because he's not that. I'm not going to say you go in at quarterback and expect you to win because you're at quarterback. He's not a quarterback. It, it's said and done. He's not a quarterback. Two things I want to point out. The Saints found a way to score 30 points. And it's been a very, very long time, I feel like, since they scored 31 points. Let's go back and look. The last time the Saints scored over 30 points was October 31st against the Bucks. Uh, besides that, they scored 33 points against the Washington football team. They scored uh, 38 points against the Packers Week 1. That's about it. Hasn't been a lot of that. So I know it was against a terrible team. uh, And it's a game you expect to win. But at the end of the day, this offense has been just absolutely awful. So finding a way to get 30 points, it's great stuff. The other thing I want to point out is it's, it's it's a random thing. And it's not something that most sports fans or Saints fans in general would even notice at this point but we are able to kick PATs and kick field goals successfully every single time we score a touchdown I feel like we have a chance to make the PAT Brett Maher hats off to you you've came in and you've done a decent job at kicking the football that's going to help this team not be like the New York Jets I mean they're on kicker number three we're on kicker number four but it's not because we don't have the the right kicker it's because ours got hurt so you're scrambling around for a kicker I think they finally found the one that they can get them through the rest of the season and this was the guy they signed originally they signed Brett Maher first but he did suffer that injury uh they had an injury settlement and released him 
and uh, I guess obviously healed from that injury and he's back. So I'm just glad that they can kick a PAT. It's something we took advantage of uh, just during the Drew Brees era. But overall in this game, going back to just this game, it, it really wasn't pretty. The 30-9 score, if you look at it on ESPN, it doesn't it doesn't tell the whole story of the game because his offense struggled a ton, and the defense was a tiny bit bendy at times, uh, some iffy, iffy penalties, and the, of course the defense did a great job of getting it down, uh, stopping them when they did get down. Early in the year, we really prided our offense and defense on being extremely efficient uh, in, in the red zone. And that was partly because we had Jameis Winston in a healthy offense. When they got, when they did get to the red zone, they were extremely successful. Hats off to Sean Payton to figuring that out. But now, when you get to the red zone, it becomes a huge struggle because teams know they're we can't we can't pass the ball. I mean, we can't. It, it is a real struggle. And Callaway at times shows some things where he can be an option in this offense. I think he does have a future in this offense. But he's definitely not the guy that we all talked about. He's decent. He'll be all right. But he's not the guy. He's not a red zone threat. This team doesn't really have a red zone threat. Jawan Johnson has flashed to be a red zone threat, a pretty decent receiver. But he's just not at that stage yet. Our only real red zone threat is Taysom Hill the ball. And now that he's at quarterback, it's just really tough. It's just extremely predictable. But, of course, a bad team like the Jets lets him score uh, on that power play and get it, let him get outside and then and trash time. He just breaks it out, kind of on the same kind of design with the power play, and then just popped it out, uh, motion Kamara out, and man, I just he can fly. 44 yard touchdown. It's just fun to see Taysom run the ball. I mean, he might not be the best passer of all time, but he's a really really fun football player to watch. And moving forward, he'll have to be incredible. Now, switching gears a little bit, I'll be gone this week. I'll be on a business trip, but so no podcast uh, preview for the Bucks game on Sunday night. Uh, but we're going to do one right now. But I'll be back for a post game after the game. We'll get something out about the Bucks game. Uh, but that might be a rough one. Now, I'm looking at it, and I totally forgot this game was on Sunday night. And I really, really wish they will flex us out. I mean, just please. Please flex this out. But at the end of the day, they won't. It's Tom Brady. Everyone wants to see Tom Brady play. Everyone wants to see Tom Brady get the flags. Um, if you watch this Bills game, I mean, I, I don't know what to say anymore. It's it's just it's just rough watching those games. And the Bucks are 10-3. and three, Pretty much have a chokehold on the NFC South. The second place team is the Atlanta Falcons at 6-7. and seven, And they're at 10-3. and three. So they have a four-win gap. So they pretty much won this division. There's no way the Saints can really come back unless they find a way to win this game and go on an insane streak and the Bucks obviously have to lose a bunch. So the Saints division title four years in a row might come to an end this year. It's kind of hard to predict how this game's going to go before seeing the injury report, but I'm just assuming that it's going to be good things behalf on behalf of like Camara and Davenport. I hope that they're good to go. Uh, I'm, I'm potentially... Looking forward to seeing Peyton Turner come off IR. He's eligible to. I don't know if he's ready to, but I'd love to see him come back. Uh, we'll see about that. I mean, I could be completely wrong. He could be done for the year. Who knows? I haven't heard a ton about Peyton Turner. But this game, um, 
the Bucks are going to be really mad. I mean, the result of last game with the Saints and Bucks, we all remember. It was almost the last time we won a game nearly a month ago. And they're going to have a sour taste in their mouth. And e- even more so after this game that they played against the Buffalo Bills. This was a game where they had a demanding lead, 21-point lead to be exact. And the Bills came all the way back. And honestly, the Bills should have won. They had the ball on in the red zone with 20 seconds left and couldn't find the end zone. Got the ball first in OT, couldn't score. So it feels like the Bills could have won that game. So what what a comeback for the Bills and what a just devastating loss that would have been for the Bucks if they did lose, but they didn't. So they're going to have to fix a lot of things there. But the thing that makes me nervous, especially with this team, is the Bucks have a phenomenal run defense. It's it's very 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 good. And their pass defense is not good. I mean, to say the least, it's not good. Richard Sherman's out there playing free safety for them. So, if it was a normal Saints team with Michael Thomas and this and that, i give us a shot. Because you need you got to test that secondary. You do. And that's how they won last game. Trevor Simeon and Kevin White, that's how they won last game. They, they really tested that secondary. They don't have Deontay Harris, their best wide receiver. You're going to go in to this game pretty banged up at almost every skill position and the offensive line. So the Bucks know that you're going to have to run the ball almost every down. Sean Payton better come up with a real good game plan. And I think he will. I don't think the Saints necessarily will win this game, but I don't think it's going to be a dumpster fire of a game. I think they will do some things to benefit Taysom, to help make some plays, maybe some boot action passes, some play action passes, some boots. Um, of course, they'll run the power plays with them. They'll try to run the football if they can. They have a great shot. If they can run the ball, they have a really good shot. But the big thing is if. Against this defense that really wants revenge, that they pretty much got embarrassed by Trevor Simeon and Kevin White last time they came in the Dome. And we're going to be in their building on Sunday Night Football. So the stakes are high. They're really high. And Tom Brady loves playing the Saints. He doesn't necessarily do well. So this is this has got to be one of these vintage games. I mean, what a win that would be on Sunday Night Football with Taysom Hill at quarterback to go into Tampa and beat the Super Bowl champion Bucks. I mean, that would be something else. I'd be totally down with that. But just because the Saints are so thin and they're so banged up, and coming into the year they weren't even they didn't have the depth that they had before, this is going to be at the have to be like the last game. Everything's going to have to go perfect for them. They're going to have to get the bounces in this game. They're going to have to get the right calls. They're going to have to run the football and play phenomenal defense. And they can. They've shown they can do that. This is a good running football team and a great defense. So don't write them off. Give them a chance. And you know, on Sunday football, Sean Payton's not going to get embarrassed in primetime again. Thank you guys for tuning in today's episode. Saints beat the Jets 30-9. to Now we got the Tampa Bay Bucks on Sunday football, NBC. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys next episode. Who that? Hey, who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Let's go. We on a run.